Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we have reached part four of our current study, War of the Kingdoms, Standing in Truth in These Desperate Times. And today I will continue sharing the commentary entitled, Satan's 13-Point Plan to Take Over the World. As the world continues to be primed for the Antichrist New World Order, Satan is working feverishly to keep as many as he can from coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ the Lord and his blood atonement sacrifice that alone guarantees eternal life to the one who will believe and receive that love-filled sacrifice through the repentance of their sins and complete reliance on the Savior as their Redeemer. And if anyone has any doubts that we are truly on the precipice of the new world order of the Antichrist becoming a soon reality, they are either uninformed or just blatantly in denial because there are so many prophetic indicators that are urgently flashing their lights of be-ready warning that only the blind cannot see them. And blind they truly are, because Scripture has confirmed to us in Second Corinthians 4.4 4, that the God of this world has blinded the eyes of the unbelieving so that they may not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God and that that light would shine upon them. And without that true light leading them in the way, and granting them the discernment that will enable them to see through the deceptions of the enemy, they are going to follow him deeper and deeper into the darkness of his Luciferian kingdom, thinking all the while that they have attained to illumination and power. And, tragically, the church, which has been called to be the true light to the ones who have been captivated in the enemy's demonic counterfeit light, which Jesus called the darkest of darkness, has reached the pinnacle of its Laodicea condition, and rather than being the beacons of God's unadulterated word of truth, it has become a co-conspirator in Lucifer's schemes, to prepare the people of earth for the worldwide empire of the man of lawlessness, who is soon to appear on the stage of earth, and the one-world religion that will serve him in his goal to be worshipped by all. And as this demonic scenario unfolds, a Barna poll recently indicated that only 37% of U.S. pastors now hold a biblical worldview and that number is probably generous. For truth is no longer being contended for. In fact, it isn't even being preached behind most pulpits of today. Another gospel has taken its place. And this brings us back to the commentary that I've been sharing with you, with a sixth point on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world. And I'll mention here that it is not a direct quote, as I will be interjecting additional thoughts along the way. Number six, the narrow way to heaven becomes the false road of conflict. 
Satan continues to cast a dark shadow of doubt over the narrow way that the Savior himself mandated was the only gate which leads to eternal life with the Father in heaven. For Jesus Christ the Lord, the Son of God, is the only gate unto eternal life. Those who have entered through the sacred portal, through the holy and sinless blood of the Savior, have become the dread enemies of the Prince of Darkness. For they are the ones who hold the true light within them and are dangerous opponents to his demonic strategies to deceive and destroy. Like beacons of that life-producing light, the Lord's sanctified, born-again offspring confess the saving power that comes only from the biblical Jesus, who alone is the way, the truth, and the life, and thus they are the outspoken adversaries of the kingdom of darkness. Through the devil's endeavors, the narrow way of the true life of faith that genuine believers contend for has been mocked and presented as negative and judgmental. They are portrayed as loveless people, worshiping a loveless God, who condemns those who are not Christians to the everlasting lake of fire, when in reality a person marks his own destination to eternal judgment, because they have rejected the way of escape that was offered through the Son of God. The Father did everything possible to guarantee that no one would ever have to face eternal judgment in the fires of hell, even to the love-filled extent of offering up His own Son, who is love, to pay for sin's penalty of death that we deserved. And in light of this grace-endowed benevolence, there are numerous well-known preachers who hold the view that fundamental Christians— meaning those who hold to complete belief in and adherence to God's unadulterated word of truth are a great threat to the emerging church of the 21st century because these true believers strongly insist on upholding God's biblical truth while rejecting the contemporary, sugar-coated, man-pleasing, and worldly counterfeit to the true gospel of Jesus Christ that is propagated by false and greedy ministers. This deadly counterfeit is a launchpad to the creation of their mega-ministries and definitely prospers the bottom line of their financial holdings. But at the cost of the multitudes who are being led into a false security, with the fires of hell licking at their feet. The true ambassadors of Christ also resist the ecumenical movement of the Antichrist and his false prophet, and thus undermine the forging of the unitary ties between the various religions of the world, which will soon comprise the one-world religion of the Antichrist, and will grant Lucifer the worship he has longed for. And because of these factors becoming more cohesive with each new day, the narrow way of Christian fundamentalism is becoming more and more rejected, with its continued deception resulting in increased acceptance of the false gospel of Satan's kingdom throughout the world. The seventh point on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world is the broad way to hell becomes the accepted way to harmony and peace. The discrediting of the narrow way to heaven opens the door which leads to the acceptance of the majority's broad way, 
in which everything and everybody is permissible. This is the multi-religious way in which people approach the universal God of all faiths through different mediators, and which has resulted in various multi-religious movements being established throughout the world, where members of all faiths congenially collaborate with one another. This is the proposed way of harmony and world peace, which Scripture alerts us is a false peace upon which all people can become one through compromise and adaption to their spiritual environment. The devil is the only winner in this scenario, since all the spiritually lost people are falsely justified and praised. They are fellow builders of a modern Tower of Babel, and they will inherit Satan's kingdom when the Antichrist is revealed after the rapture. However, the hour of glory for these deceived people will be short-lived. For when the Antichrist declares himself to be God in the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem, all of his followers will be forced to worship him unconditionally as God, and all other forms of religion will be abolished. And those who refuse to comply with the demands of the Antichrist, including taking his mark, will be executed, as confirmed in Revelation 13.15 and 17.16. Number eight on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world is prayers to God become occultic meditation and the invocation of spiritual powers. Intensified efforts are made by Satan's kingdom to sever all contact between people and the true God. Not only are Christians being kept too busy to pray, but the very nature of prayer is becoming distorted. New Age techniques that have been Christianized are being taught in the church, like transcendental meditation, which is an exercise in mystical contemplation through descending to the so-called deeper creative levels of one's right brain. A single word or short sentence is repeated over and over sometimes the name of Jesus, until the person enters a hypnotic or trance-like state, which in the occult is referred to as an altered state of consciousness. In the state of mind and spirit, the person who meditates supposedly becomes aware of the God within him, now seeing the world in a new light in which everything converges into a harmonious unity where he finds peace which, again, is a false peace. For, in actual fact, he is practicing Easter meditation, in which a person empties his mind of all thoughts and thereby opens it up to the influence of occultic and demonic spiritual powers. This has provided precisely the type of channel which the devil needs to communicate with people and to instill a consciousness of his new world order within them and many who name themselves Christian are falling prey to this demonic scheme. Number nine on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world is the Christian faith becomes an ecumenical alliance of all faiths. As the church reaches its full-blown Laodicea condition, the call to come out and be separate has been tossed to the wayside and replaced with the ecumenical mindset of coming together on those things all people can agree on. 
Ecumenical Christians associate with people of other faiths without feeling the need to evangelize them in truth, under the deceptive premise of universalism. That teaches, since God loves all people, He will reveal Himself to them in many ways. And since we are to love all people as well, and not to offend, it is more godly to just try to get along. But true believers cannot be one with unbelievers, for the light has no agreement with the darkness. The one who himself is true love, Jesus Christ the Lord, went to Calvary and shed his sinless and holy blood to pay for sin's punishment that we all deserved. And there is no other way to heaven but through him. The only true offense that a Christian can commit against an unsafe person is to withhold that eternally settled in heaven word of truth that alone will save them. And on that note of holy exhortation, we must pause for today. I hope you'll join me next time. And until then, I leave you with the words of the Savior in John twelve forty eight. He who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word which I spoke is what will judge him at the last day. Let those who have ears to hear, hear. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.